Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. This is Valerie and I hope everyone's doing well this evening. And we're here to smash sports. Yes, we are. Um, Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, We have a short show today because I am a bit under the weather. I got my second dose on Monday and... I'm having some some symptoms, but nothing too crazy, so nothing to worry about. I'll be okay. But, um, I mean, aside from not much else going on besides March Madness that I care to talk about, um, now that the tournament's over, we'll get back to some NBA stuff because we're getting closer to the playoffs, which means the level of play should get better and more intense. We hope. We hope. Um we hope. Without further ado, let's jump right into our highlights and violation segment. Mama, did you have a highlight this week? And I do, and I wrote it down. The MLB relocating the All-Star Weekend due to the the vote alleged. Yeah, yes. No, not not alleged. The voter suppression efforts by the state Republicans down here. Well, I applaud the Major League Baseball for taking a stand. I applaud. I, I was delighted. I was so that too. is my highlight. Yeah, that I had two this week. The MLB moving All Star Game was actually one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. And then I I appreciate them taking a stand. They absolutely did not have to. Uh, but at the same time, that's less people that's gonna be here in Atlanta whenever All Star Weekend is. <laughs> That's a no. major to do, and I tell you what, we have, they have hit Atlanta in their pockets, cause Atlanta is hot. They hot about it. Which is weird because the Braves Stadium, they moved the stadium out to Cobb County in Marietta mm-hmm. for a very mm-hmm. specific reason because they realized, you know, the Negroes weren't their number one customers for baseball, so they moved the stadium into a nicer part of town. To accommodate, you know, their fans. And so I I just thought it was interesting that the city of Atlanta's... Like, while I don't want the city to be hit hard, but at the same time... Right. Somebody's got to make a statement. Got to make a point. Somebody's got to make a statement. Like, I I don't know when... I don't remember when the actual All-Star game is, but if it's not till, like, later on in the summer, I don't want all those people... Three months from now. Yeah, so I don't want all these... All these people coming down here early in the summer anyway, while, you know, so many people are still waiting to, you know, get their vaccine and, you know, what and whatnot. Um, so I appreciate the MLB for taking for taking mm-hmm. a stance and mm-hmm. some of the and some of the hilarity that has ensued afterwards. Um, well, whatever. I, I applaud them. I understand. But as I've stated Probably in my lifetime, the only way a change is going to happen is if you hit them in their pockets. And that's what, unfortunately, this professional sports organization is doing. Yeah. And um, I'll say one more thing before moving on to my second highlight. The us speaking out, whether it's on social media, whether it's calling your representatives, it works. Um you know, sometimes bullying works. 
Ed Bastian, the CEO for Delta, got bullied into releasing a better statement in response to the voting bill that was passed that actually meant something, um, as opposed to the first statement that came out. Um, Same thing with the CEO for Coca-Cola. Like, it's... If you're going to choose to say something, make some, make it worth it. If not, for the rest of us, if you if you send us some BS, we're going to let you know and you're going to have to come you're going to have to come back correct. Um so, my second highlight, I am so excited like I'm going to have to I'm gonna be on the like oh, league pass um the rest of tonight because the Pelicans signed Isaiah Thomas to a 10-day contract cuz they've been dealing with some injuries, but I am happy to see Isaiah Thomas back, back in the league. Mm-hmm. and healthy um he mm-hmm. he went out for a team usa when they were doing whatever championships a couple months ago and played really really well showcased that he still he still got it and so i'm happy that he's you know playing and he's taking it taking full advantage of the opportunity and he's excited so i'm excited and before we go on Isaiah Thomas is a perfect example of why me and you get into these heated debates about players leaving teams and asking to be traded. Because Isaiah Explain. Thomas Explain. Because Isaiah Thomas wanted to be in Boston. He played his heart out for those people. He showed up to a playoff game the day after his sister died. He played through a hip injury. Oh, I remember so, this young so, man. So he wouldn't like he played through a hip injury that really like affected his career to the point where he's missed the majority of the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. Trying to g- giving his all for the Celtics, mm-hmm. play some really really good basketball, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, there's a chance of getting Kyrie." Oh, bye, Isaiah. So that's why that's why I'm very passionate, and when we get into these debates that about players using their agency free agency or through trades to express where it is that they want to go because it because teams see players as assets and if you no longer bring enough value to the organization they will get rid of you no matter how hard you play for that team or how much you may want to stay in that city aren't we saying the same thing no you be upset when players be asking for trades and leaving to go into other teams well just I'm saying Isaiah Thomas is the is the reason why I speak so passionately about players deciding where they want to go when they have the ability. I I, I I I guess for me it depends on what who the player is. <laughs> that and my point is that it really does not matter who the player is once you do not bring value to a team, the organization will move on, like what happened with. Uh, Toronto and DeMar DeRozan. They saw, oh, Kawhi, get him out of here. Like. And, and Erica, I think we agree. I think it's just these past couple of. I mean, I, the only one I can, that pops out of my head is Harden. I, I think. And I think the reason why he does is because he went about it the wrong way. Yes, we can I both think agree so. on that. Okay, but um, it's just you get really, you get really, um, you know, you get to defending players and staying, you know, staying in loyalty. Your whole thing is loyalty. right, right, right. Can, that that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Now, yeah. if Isaiah, because this is gonna take me some remembering what happened to him, I liked him. 
And I thought he did well with Boston. Yeah. And I he was got, watching Boston got, mainly because of him. He got traded so, to he got traded to the Cavaliers once Kyrie Irving said that he didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. That's what happened. So you be okay. on the side of loyalty and I be on the side of do what's best for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just it's loyalty. At the end of the day, it's loyalty. But these organizations It's loyalty. It's, it's not a two loyalty is not and, a two way street. And, 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 you're absolutely correct. In the NBA, you are especially. absolutely correct. But when these players, now let's move on because let's get, let's just keep it moving. I'm glad Isaiah is back to playing. Okay. Did you Even have? No, it is for ten days. Did you have a uh, violation this week? You know what? I'm going to call this a violation. Okay. The way the men's basketball team, Gonzaga, played last night. That was a violation. <laughs> that, that was... <laughs> um, My violation is also related. Um, why did the game start at 930? Well, 9.30, your time... 8.30 our time. Why did this game start at 9.30? I, I have no idea because they're in Indianapolis. And if my, my understanding is Indianapolis is on, they like staving time year round. So I don't know. Lord, have mercy. But I'm just saying, I was, and I had a good game, not, no doubt. And I know we're getting ready to talk about it. So I guess we, I'll just say that and let it fall right there. Okay. All right. <laughs> With that being said, let's did you have on. a violation? Yeah, because the game started at nine thirty. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our highlights of no headlines of the week. I don't mm-hmm. know the name of our segment. Um, mm-hmm. headlines of the week. This is we're just gonna talk about March Madness. Um, so let's start with the women's Final Four because that was probably one of the best Final Fours that I've in recent memory. Um, so Friday night. I was night, upset. I was upset. Friday night, Stanford took down South Carolina, Ugh, and it came and upset. it came down to the wire. I was upset. I was upset. I was upset. I think I said South Carolina was going to take it all, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, obviously I was upset, but it was a good game. Yes, it was a really good game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the later game, he had Arizona Arizona take down UConn. And, and, and like, in, I would say they dominated most of the game, except for the last, you know, eight minutes, but... You know, it was able to be a contest, but they dominated UConn from start to finish of the third quarter. It was a wonderful game to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonderful game to me. And then I on... I mean, the look on his face is like, oh, well. Yeah, and I, I hadn't even realized it. Um, there are seven freshmen this season on UConn's roster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't so realize So they're coming that. back. They yeah. go, well, they're coming back. They're coming back. Now, I will admit, that little girl, 
little point guard. She bad. Paige. Paige. Which, yeah. which one? What you say her name was? Paige. For UConn. Uh huh. Yeah, Paige Buckers. Beckers. She's bad. She She's is. Bad. She's bad. She'll she be is. back. She'll she, um, be back. Diana Taurasi just came one out and said it. She's the best, the best women's player coming out of UConn already mm-hmm. in her freshman year. So, mm-hmm. um, she bad. Yeah, and but then, Sanford had sorry. something for her. Sanford had something for her. Couldn't hang, <laughs> and she'll spend all summer working on all that that Sanford put on. Stanford, I'm sorry, Stanford. Arizona, Arizona. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lord have mercy. I just, they're both red. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, defensively, uh, what is her, what is little mama's name? Ari McDonald. Um, yes. Oh, my goodness. She bad, too. I, said, I felt sorry um, for her. Somebody, I saw uh, somebody had tweeted that the Arizona has to change the name of the school to AA Arizona. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause she, she, that little girl. I was watching the game with with your cousin William. I said, "That should be your wife. <laughs> she bad." Oh Lord, no. She's fine. No, I'm not gonna wish that on her. Okay. Anyway. Um. And then we I had she... we had Stanford and Arizona meet up in the national championship on Sunday night, and it was also a really good game. And. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona got off to a rough start. At least Ari McDonald did. And I was listening to, you know, the commentating. And they had mentioned how Arizona kind of follows the lead of Ari McDonald. So if her first shots, she don't knock down her first couple shots, like it takes a little bit more for them to get going. And that's exactly what happened. So, but they made it close. I mean, and they even had a, a chance to win the game. I was on the edge of my seat. I was on the edge of my seat. When that that ball didn't fall, I was like, oh, no. She was so close. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just hit the the back of the rim. Mm -hmm. Just off by two inches. (laughs) She was was off Sunday, so. But she still played well. (laughs) Still still had 19 on the off day. (laughs) Almost won it. On the off day. Everybody knows who Arizona is now. That's all yeah. I can say. Yeah, yep, yep. All right. So then we had the men's final four, which was actually enjoyable this year. Um, except it, for it one really game. was. It was. <laughs> so well, sad Saturday. We had Gonzaga and UCLA to go into mm-hmm, overtime. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Suggs. Hit a three at the buzzard. I could watch I mean, that over and over and over and over. I've watched that clip so many times. Let me tell you something. At that point, I was rooting for UCLA to win. I really was. Because they played they had, they played. They played ball. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing else I can say. They played ball. <laughs> I was rooting for them to win. That's all I can say. You were rooting for the underdog, as usual. Well, they had that game. Well, well, they had it till they didn't. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. That and was... I can't take, you know, and, and those are the best kind of games. That last shot at the buzzer, we all know, sends everybody into a tizzy. But it was so this. good. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> but you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay, on, hold okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. So then in the later game, we had Baylor match up with Houston, and Baylor just blew them, blew them out. They did. I was not expecting that. I really wasn't. I thought I thought that was going to be a drag, drag out. I thought that was going to be a fight, too. But somebody fooled me, and I think that name is Baylor. <laughs> yeah. I, I think their names are Baylor. I don't know what what Baylor what was what they were holding on to <laughs> what they were saving for. They were saving up energy. I don't know what Baylor those young fellas were up to. I don't know who who said what in the locker room to get them fired up because from the Houston game to the national championship game, um, <laughs> Baylor Baylor came out and dominated dominated defensively. Yes. yes. And I said to myself, I said, Self, you may have overlooked Baylor. Them two big men. Baylor, some dogs. Deep bench, deep bench, deep bench. Let me say that. Last night proved to me it was a deep bench. But I'm all right with them. And I was all right last night. I was all right last night. And all this stuff about Gonzaga, and I was like, hmm. I, I need to see who Gonzaga's schedule was during the season because obviously they don't know how to play against these boys. And that's that's what was so surprising is that Gonzaga had pretty pretty much won every game aside from the UCLA um, UCLA game by double digits. They had dominated mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. team that they played. Like we even mm-hmm. had all the people, like the important people in college basketball, to say like they play like a NBA team, like they play so composed, they move the ball, they you know everybody can attack, but that team did not show up. These last two games did it. That team did not show up against Baylor. The dogs showed up for and... Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs showed up because they showed I... up and showed out. And I... so they, I was. Last night I was just like, just do it, just kill him, just kill him, just kill him. It was it was the defensive intensity. Like Gonzaga could not hold on to the ball. Nothing, they did. They could not hold. They shot that big boy. With the, with the they didn't with the let that bar. boy shoot no. Yeah, they didn't let that boy <laughs> shoot that three point shot either. Did they? <laughs> So Jalen Suggs did get into some early foul trouble. Okay. Um, but then, when he came back into the game, he played hard. He left it all out there. It was just they got down, they got down too big too early, and it was it was too much for them. I think the closest they had. And got didn't to, let up. And didn't let up. They didn't. didn't I think up. I think the closest they got it down to was like nine. That was right before half. Well, that was at halftime. Yeah, like nine points right after right mm-hmm. after the half or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was impressed. And I really thought Gonzaga was going to come out after halftime and just, you know, get the game, get control of the game. And they, uh-uh. and they, and they Baylor did. Baylor kept on, Baylor just said, eh, 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 eh. they just would, kept on. I will say the, the whole, like the, so, you know, something that's said pretty often is that basketball is a game of runs. 
And so while Gonzaga played a whole lot better in the second half, um, I honestly think they played better than Baylor did, but Baylor still had that time, those timely runs where they would get some turnovers and get some points, and then the you know a nine point lead is back to sixteen, back to seventeen. Gonzaga will whittle it down, and then bam, it's back to seventeen, back to eighteen after a run. So it it was really that those first ten minutes of that game that did Gonzaga in, and I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Even when they came back after halftime, they said the two big men for Baylor, they were in foul trouble. But you know what? The coach went to the bench. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And it was okay. It was okay. And it was okay. As as aggressive as they were playing defensively, like you have to expect somebody to be in, mm-hmm. in foul trouble. But, mm-hmm. man, I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it. I know I just slept on them. I literally slept on them because I really did think the Baylor-Houston game was going to be tooth and nail, tooth and nail. Uh, and I want to know what happened to Houston because they, they – That's the thing because, like, watching the previous games of Houston that I watched, like, uh-huh. they, they played the way that Baylor played right. on Monday night. Right. And so I'm like, what, what happened, y'all? Um, I'll have to go back. I'll have to go back and like watch the highlights again. But I will say, like leading up throughout the tournament, a lot of teams played zone against Houston, and zone and Houston did a really good job of dismantling. Like they moved the ball, they shot the ball well, they got into the paint, they got. But that's they what were, Gonzaga did to Baylor after halftime. Yeah, or they went to mm. to slow them to slow them down a bit, mm. but. So I'm I'm really like I honestly don't understand why Houston didn't play well, um, and I was rooting for Houston. I was too. It was Houston. I mean, I would have been happy with either one, but after Baylor, after what they did this weekend, shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. Everybody just knew, and even I caught. Even I said Gonzaga was gonna take it. Well, it's got me questioning. Were they tired? Did they just run out of steam? And that's what that's what everybody kept alluding to. The 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 broadcast crew was like, did you know the overtime game take too much out of them? And I was like, it was this championship like five minutes. It's five minutes. It was a, it was an extra five minutes. <laughs> Right. Like, come on, it's a championship. Every Everybody is running on E at this point in the season. Everybody. Well, it goes to prove to everybody's bracket, whose brackets were busted at the beginning of this. Right. I tell you, it's all in who wants it the most. That's why I love college sports. It's yeah. all who wants it the most on that day. Because at, at that point in the season... Everybody's tired and everybody is hurt. Not I mean everybody. Coaching staff probably right. got, inju- got injuries. They deal with too. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, but kudos the NCAA, with the exception of the the mess up with the women's team, they yeah. pulled this off. They pulled this off. So, 
Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out in the coming weeks of like all the things that actually did went wrong and like 15 and people tested positive and still got to play. <laughs> they still got to explain to me why one Georgia Tech player couldn't play. I, I'm, you know, what was that all about? Because usually it's more than one player on a team. It's so many people on the team per se. So I mean, it's um obviously I'm still feeling we'll, a certain way about that. But anyway, we'll we'll find out. Um. But yeah, this was good, especially the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. Great, mm-hmm. that was great. Considering the conditions they were playing in, <laughs> yeah. Considering the conditions, considering that Kim Walkie tried to derail the whole doggone thing. What's wrong with her? You know what? I'm gonna make her my violation. That's my violation. You thank you, Erica. She was wrong on so many. Oh, I mean, uh, come on now. Oh, we lost, we out, but let me go ahead and drop this <laughs> unprovoked, unsolicited. Oh my goodness, what was that all about? <laughs> she was horrible. That's my violation. Her, oh, bless her. Her, that's my violation. Her, bless her. And ain't up there playing with the mask. But I should have known. But watching her on the bench, she would be playing with that mask on the bench. All the co- all the coaches were playing playing with their mask. Well, on the bench. this is like I mean, no, this a is parting shot way. was that a her parting shot? I get. I think that was her parting shot. She was like, okay. yeah, it don't matter nowhere. We about to go home. Let me go ahead and say what I got to say. Okay, okay. But well, that was tacky, ugly, unprofessional, uncouth, uh, dangerous. Just ugly. Just ugly. Because your team got beat. Although they should have been in the final four, you know, possibly, potentially. She's being real petty. I appreciate it, but it was funny. Petty, petty, petty. (laughs) That's the the word, petty. Because, you know, like I said, this is the type, college sports is anybody's game on any given day. It's whoever wants it the most. And obviously her team didn't want it. They did want it. You know who didn't want it for their team? The officials. Okay. You're right. You're right. (laughs) The ending of that game was horrible. And I get that she was upset about it. But her statement didn't just impact her and her team. It's impacting The teams that were still left. I mean, it was going to be impactful. Yeah. And it was going to have a negative impact. Let me just, but let, I, let me just I say also, it. I also appreciate that everybody was she like, should have, Maybe she should have said the umpires, the referees don't need to wear their masks. Maybe she should, if you really want to be petty. You know, I, I'm the um, queen of petty. I could go there. I appreciate everybody else being like, Kim, girl, that's ridiculous. Let's move on. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? But that 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 was my violation. I forgot all about her. Yeah. So I I am surprised. I mean, yes, I agree. That was a horrible call. Horrible. Horrible. But if she wanted to be petty, she should have put that statement on them referees. I agree. I also didn't understand why the referees in the in the women's tournament had to wear masks, but the the referees in the men's tournament didn't. 
again, that double standard, they treating them different. That's all I'm going to say. Especially I don't we, know, maybe the referees. When we, when we saw one of the referees literally collapse right in the middle of the game. Yeah, yeah. What were, did they ever say what happened to him? Because uh, those masks, you can't get hot in them now. And I can't imagine running up and down that court with that mask on. Well, the men's tournament, the referees didn't have to wear a mask. Okay. So he just, I hope he's okay. I think everything mm-hmm. was fine. Like, you know, they had somebody to replace him, but mm-hmm. that was definitely scary. And then you see them run around without mask on. Mm-hmm. And you see all you see all the coaches doing this stuff with the mask where they feel they need to take it mm-hmm. off, they, off mm-hmm. of their mouth in order to yell something. Mm-hmm. As if they, as if they players don't know their voice from everybody <laughs> they don't else's. Know what's ready to be said, to right? Them. Like at that point, they know your voice; they can hear you. Um, but yeah, this was, was a. I mean, your, this was a great. Cousin. Let me tell you what I did, enjoyed the most, and I was telling your cousin this because of the COVID. You know, the arenas weren't full yeah. at full capacity. You could lit, and the way they have the cameras you know, set up on each side in the end on that wire or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. I said, you could hear everything that was being said with the players. Yes. And they, I said, them women's was, I said, the women, they were talking stuff. Yeah. They were talking stuff. That, that's been my favorite part of all this basketball mm-hmm. happening, like without fans. And I'm going to miss that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I am once fans come, like I know it's important to have fans in the stands. It adds a whole nother like layer mm-hmm. of like energy but I'm mm-hmm. going to miss being able to hear everybody talking trash. I know that's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to miss that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And I like, and I'm pretty sure the TV folks liked it too, having that camera. Oh, it looks like a train rail. Just, I guess, so they yeah. don't put it in for time. I don't know. But I thought that was neat. The technology that has come forth or the creativity that has come out. I thought that was cool. Yeah. All right. So kudos to the NCAA mm-hmm. for right now for pulling this mm-hmm. off. I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll find out more soon. And mm-hmm. that is going to wrap up this week's episode. Mama, do you have You any? know, I'm getting ready to go into withdrawals. You know that, don't you? Yeah. Well, we I see, are. even though I still, I know, even though I still had the NBA, but. And I should be used to it since we had nothing last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, do you have any words of wisdom to share with the people? Uh, get your shots and wear your mask. All right. So, if you are looking for episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Sideline WT Cooks. And we will be back. Will we be back next week? When are you leaving? I'll be in Lake Lure, North Carolina. Okay. Then we'll be back in two weeks. Somebody's okay. going on vacation. <laughs> So you all stay safe out there. Oh, that stay actually. Stay safe and be good. That works. You're going on vacation. I'm moving this weekend. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Peace. Okay. Peace. Love.